Thanks for my Milo mocha this morning. Yeah, you didn't. I noticed you didn't drink it. Yeah, it was shit. Oh my god. You know, in theory, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna slap. Like Milo and espresso. What could possibly go wrong? Didn't work. You want too much. You know that, right? Like you just want too much from life. Look, there is one cafe in Freshwater that nails it every time. Mm-hmm. Why can't everyone else? <laughs> You have very high standards, three. <laughs> I really do. But I appreciated your effort. Oh, thanks. I do think you got the proportions wrong. Do, I, do you know me? Like, E for effort? Like, woo! Like, participation certificate? <laughs> thanks. It means nothing to me. I need a score out of ten. Okay, I will give you... No, 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 I don't want it because it's going to be like three or something. <laughs> well, I would have given you a nine out of ten for effort. Okay. You just got the proportions wrong. It needed more Milo. Well, it... make your own bloody Milo mocha when you come to my house. All right. You know, I'm still holding out for my vaccine so I can go to Homebush and then drive through Macca's drive-thru on the way home and finally try that dirty chai from Macca's that everyone keeps talking about. This is a beat up because you're going to be disappointed. You're going to hate it. It's like, it's just the gem loop. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this. Nah, didn't meet my standards. (laughs) (laughs) And here I thought I was an internal optimist. I think I'm realizing I've got a bit of pessimism in me. No, I think you're an optimist for the planning part, but the reality always disappoints. What a life. (laughs) Should we get into the episode? Yes. A one, a two. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host... Kate Revzy Reeves on the gram. Hello, Kate the Great. <laughs> Hello. That's not your handle though, is it? No, it's Kate Revs. Nice and simple. Sorry for the confusion. How are you? Oh man, I mean, fine. <laughs> Surviving, not thriving. Surviving, not thriving, but at least now there's, a, I guess, sort of a view to come out of lockdown soon. Yeah, I'm feeling very hopeful. Yeah, there's been a shift. Definitely. I feel like we know that our LGA, for people outside of Australia... LGA is your local government area or sort of the area that you live in. The LGA we live in, 70% of people are first dose vaxxed. Almost 50% are fully vaxxed. So feeling bolstered. We're hopeful that things are going to open up for us. New South Wales Health has released and incentivized mm. us with what's on the horizon. And one of the things that really piqued my interest was gatherings of 20 people Outside, outdoors. Yeah, Boozy park picnics coming on up. Do you know what I've been served on Instagram all week? What? Pretty picnic sets. No way. Yeah. It's like the algorithm's like, oh, you go picnic? Here you go. You've got to have it in the life color palette. Let's hook you up. Let's hook you up. You've got to have a spot for your wine. You've got to have a spot for your wine bottle. You've got to have somewhere to put your glasses. So did you click add to cart? I didn't. Prediction here and now, I think it's going to be the Christmas gift. Hungie P. The Christmas gift. A picnic set. A bougie picnic set. Maybe we should make one quick. Let's make one and get it out to market <laughs> before Christmas. <laughs> we can do it in all your colors. Love it. Have a gingham picnic rug. But well designed. Of course, Gem. <laughs> no, as in it's got to be waterproof. Mm-hmm. It's got to be machine washable. Mm-hmm. Got to come in all the beautiful colors. Yep. Got to have a spot for your wine. Easy to roll up. Insulation for the cheese. Velcro. We're on different trains here. (laughs) 
I'm like, how much wine and cheese can we fit in this thing? And you're like, got to be practical, got to be beautiful, got to be machine washable. <laughs> Seven and three on display. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it also had a Bluetooth speaker and you could pump tunes. I have to jump in here. Okay. This is not my not sponsored, but no, I pretty this is sponsored. <laughs> no, no, it's not sponsored. <laughs> But I have a burly wagon, yeah. which is this. Okay, okay, okay. I, I feel like I've got so much to say about this. Now, we know me. On most occasions, I'll go pretty over practical. Okay. Now, on Instagram, there's a whole bunch of beautiful timber wagons. Beach wagons. Very old school, but all the muted sage green tones, mm-hmm. blah, 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 Love blah. Them. Anyone I know who has bought those have said how impractical they are because they're so fucking heavy because mm. they're made of timber. Yeah. And even though they've got the big wheels for the sand, it's still a bitch to drag on the beach. Enter burly wagon. Mm-hmm. They're not the prettiest wagon I've ever seen on no, the it's not the prettiest. It looks a little bit like one of those backyard climbing frames. <laughs> it does. That you get from Bunnings. But hats off to the owner. Mm-hmm. She has introduced more colours. Yep. And I will say the new range has like coral. Ooh. And there's a really nice violet colour and a oh. sea foam green. So, you know. Okay. But what's so cool about it is it comes with Bluetooth speakers. That's amazing. And That's I'll, amazing. It's genius. Yes, yeah, genius. So I think it's super smart. Although... Let me put this to you. Etiquette of bringing music to the beach or park. Okay. In Australia, it's a no-go. Yeah, it's like you can't bring whatever you want to listen to into my picnic. Mm. I want to hear what I want to listen to. I want to be slapping my scissor. I don't want to hear your Jason Derulo. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly, Mm -hmm. this was something I had to adjust to when I lived in L.A., So I lived at the base of Runyon Canyon for anyone who's been in LA in West Hollywood. And there's this beautiful hike up and down. It's great because it's sort of half an hour. For Australians, hike translates to walk. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize this when I went to visit Gemma in LA. She's like, do you want to do a hike? And I was like, sounds really hard. And she's like, come on, it's really great. We go to Runyon Canyon. And I was like, oh, it's a walk. Well, it's a walk, but you have to hike yourself up a mountain. Like in Manly, you do a flat walk to Shelley and back. You wouldn't call that a hike. No. Because of the incline, technically the walk up Runyon Canyon is a hike. Okay, sure. I'll let you have it. Continue. Thank you. I used to do this hike daily, as you would expect in Los Angeles. Quite an eclectic bunch of peeps. Mm-hmm. There was a guy with a yellow diamond python okay. who used to do the walk maybe three times a week. Be right back, just taking my snake for a walk. Yep. <laughs> just with it slung round his neck and up and down he went, I would die on those days. But the biggest issue I found was people just blaring their own music, like oh. literally carrying boom boxes, oh. like the cliche that you can imagine, yeah. going up and down Runyon. And their music was always aggressive in taste and I was never a fan. And I was like, put your earbuds in. Dude, I'm listening to Sia. Yeah. I'm not interested in your loud rap. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cool. When people bring a speaker to the beach here, I'm like, no. 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 Put that away. See, my husband, Mm. bit smug, Mm -hmm. thinks that he has the best music taste in the world. He has good music taste. He does. Yeah. To us. To us, yeah. So when yeah. he blasts yeah. it on our speaker, I wonder if there's other people around who are like, this motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sure there are. They're like Zoomers having a great time. Who are like, oh, shut up, Grandpa, with Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac? Ups is cooler than, well, no. Fleetwood. Nothing's cooler than Fleetwood <laughs> all right, Mac. All right, all right. But he has some modern tunes yeah. in his repertoire. Yeah. Do you know what I think it comes down to? Volume. I just think you can't do it. You can't enforce your taste of any kind. Yeah, 
if you people. just keep it low grade so it's there in the background. Like I would really enjoy a bit of Tay Tay folklore in the background at my picnic. Okay. And if someone in the distance had a bit of Jason Derulo, I'd be like, oh, don't love it, but okay. Yeah. And I feel like we can all live in our own little sound bubbles <laughs> and we'd be okay with it at the picnic. Do you know what I am not okay with? Swooping fucking magpies. Oh no, I know. They suck. Don't have time for it. Okay. Can we tell international listeners what a swooping magpie is? It's just going to play into the cliche that Australia is a country where all the animals want to kill you. It's true. They yes. do. We do live in a free range zoo. It's like a Hitchcock movie every day at the moment in yeah. spring because we have very aggressive magpies and they're very protective of their nest. And if you're, say, going for a casual stroll or riding your bike or pushing your kid on a swing, which was the scenario I found myself oh, in. shit. You can't run. You cannot run. <laughs> and this motherfucking minor bird. Oh, what? Not even a... It's like they've learned. It's oh. like they've gone, that looks fun. Oh, just dive bombing peeps. I'm gonna give it a go. Oh my god. Yeah, so now minor birds are doing it. Came for me and I can't unhear the flap. Oh yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about? And the snap? Did you get a snap? Yeah, I got a snap. Oh, but flap and a snap. <laughs> it's an Aussie vibe. Why does it sound sexy to me? Uh, go for a little flap and a snap. <laughs> What's the snap part? In your sexy mind, the flap I can kind of get around. What's the snap? You know, a bit of a titty slap, snap sound. A titty snap? Okay. It sounds like we need to go to the emergency room. I don't know why the term titty slap makes me laugh so much. Years ago at uni, I shared a house with three boys and we had this four bedroom derelict house. To us, it was a mansion. Affectionately known as the crack shack. It was called the crack shack. It had different floral carpet in every single room and different peeling walls wallpaper, timber, cornices, like you can just imagine it. Anyway, lived with three boys. You can just imagine the state of the bathroom. Ew. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that room you couldn't open. Yeah, there was a weird door that was always locked. Oh, and we like, it was such a scary place. Oh, it was haunted for sure. <laughs> but one of our housemates was a notorious bachelor and was always bringing different women home. And this one time he was going for it with a lady friend yeah. and I walked past the door and all I could hear was her saying, slap my titties, slap them, slap them harder, harder. Yeah. Oh but can, my you, God. can you imagine saying slap my titties as a mum? There would be a, <laughs> there would be a delay. There'd be a slap and then it would like swing across your chest and like back slap you. <laughs> slap. It's more like, lift my titties, lift them up, lift my titties higher, higher. (laughs) You have sex with your hands touching the ceiling so that they look perky. I don't even think mine would look perky if I did that. They're still... Slap my titties? Yeah. What? Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But does she like that or does she think he wanted to do that? Look, this is a whole other conversation. What, what would feel good about having your titties slapped? Yeah, but there's all these weird fetishes like wanting to be choked and stuff. You Don't know? get that one either. Yeah, I don't, don't get it. I don't know. Like of all the parts of your body to slap, like a good bum whack. Great. Into it. Yeah. Love that. That's hot. Lots of cushioning. Yeah, but also it's hot. I get it. It's like, mm, yeah, grab me. But slap my titties like, <laughs> I can't get around it neither can I it's just like this very sensitive area <laughs> especially post babies or are they tougher and more robust post babies yes everything about us is tougher and more robust post babies I feel like my nipples are leather handbags now like, <laughs> totally. I feel like you could grab it not my nipples <laughs> oh my how God. did we get here I don't think I've ever called out a request like that have you do you do this uh, 
Oh, all I can think now is, is my dad listening to this episode? Oh no, I think our parents gave up many episodes ago. <laughs> Look, I enjoy a bit of pillow talk. Do you mean dirty talk? Yeah. But, well, okay, so I, when I think... If of... you're going to ask me to do an example, the answer is no. Why? No, Come on. I feel too vulnerable. Come on. No, I'm in the moment. Because I feel like I've asked people before and I'm like, I could never talk dirty. It's too embarrassing. And then they tell me what talking dirty is. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can say that. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah, so what's the big deal? Well, Exactly. Like, what do you classify as dirty talk? Do you need to name a body part? What is it? I guess it's like, I like to give them feedback. Like, yeah, that feels good. I guess, but it's... That's not dirty talk. No, no, no. That's a collaboration. Look, I'm giving you the tame version. Well, give me the sick version. I'm not doing it. Why not? I'm feeling so... Just tell me off mic then. No. (laughs) (laughs) Off the record. Just edit it in, you fucker. Just off the record. What do you say? Come on, give me an example. Hit the stop record button. Stop. (laughs) You're so full of shit. what I want to know. I want to go back to my swooping minor birds. It's way less interesting, <laughs> but sure. Tell me about the swooping minor birds. Oh. Well, now I'm even more self-conscious. <laughs> Don't shit on my swooping no, no, minor I birds. Hear about, I want to hear about it. I feel like I've suffered a bit of trauma. Okay. I do not like birds. No. Period. Birds are fucked. I can appreciate their beauty if sure. we must from afar. No, they're full of lice. Snappy beaks. Are they? Yeah, full of lice. I did not know that about yeah, yeah, birds. Yeah, full of them. That's why when kids pick feathers up, it's like, no. Oh. Yeah. If my kid picked up a feather, I'd be like, how cool. Let's take it home. You can sleep with it tonight. <laughs> full of lice. <laughs> okay. Well, now I know. They really are rodents of the sky. They really are. They really are. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I was today years old mm-hmm. when I learned that the best way to tackle any sort of swooping bird is to face it front on. I know. And I just think this is the internet playing a joke on all of us. Because <laughs> I've seen this too. If you look it in the eyes, it won't swoop you. I think someone in a dark basement was like, you know what? I'm going to start a rumor. Because <laughs> who could try it? If you're being swooped, <laughs> if you're being swooped by a bird, the last thing you can do is go, face it, face it, face on. Look it in the eyes. Like you can't, all your instincts is to tuck and roll, right? It's to completely hit the deck. No, for me, it's just fucking run. Yeah, but it's not turn around and look it in the eyes like a sensei. (laughs) Like you shall not swoop. (laughs) They say the same thing about sharks. Again, who's going to have that composure? To be like, oh, I'm about to be eaten by a shark. I will look it in the eyes. There's a park near my house <laughs> where swooping magpies are rife. Try it. Go and try it. I reckon. <laughs> you should go stand in the middle and just wait. Yes, and apparently bicycle helmets really attract them. Maybe I'll wear Rafa's helmet. We'll take a Bluetooth speaker and we'll play some like Enya just to be zen. <laughs> Who can say where the road goes? And we'll just stand there and wait. <laughs> and then we'll hear the flap. And then you go, ping, look at it right in the eye and see what happens. If it just darted and changed direction, imagine. I reckon that's what would happen. But the thing is, is how do you anticipate a swoop? They come from behind. <laughs> and also, can they do that? I've never seen a bird dart in a different direction no, once they it's can. mid-swoop. Oh, no, they definitely can. Oh, they can. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> I've watched a lot of bird docos. Have you? No. <laughs> I just wanted to validate what I was saying. Have not watched bird docos. But I'm pretty sure, possibly maybe not, <laughs> seen footage of birds darting. Okay? I just think the internet is playing a joke on us did you have to leave no but what we had to do was hide under the playground (laughs) there's this really tall slide with like a rock climbing front and you can kind of take cover under there so So you just had to hide from a bird yeah we did 
that's what oh, we did. What a fun outing. Yeah. How was the rest of your week? Well, I feel like I'm on high vibes because I just finished filming week. Oh, yeah. It very nearly killed me. Yeah. Probably one of the hardest work weeks of this year. Um, was it weird coming out of lockdown and into a work mode? It felt really good. And, do you know, I really have hired the dream team and on the first day of set everyone was like oh my god this is so cool like my makeup artist Mel who's amazing she was like oh my god it's so good to get my hands on the tools because obviously it's so it's so backwards but filming productions can go ahead yeah I was on set last week as well yeah crazy but a family could not book me to do a photo shoot outdoors outdoors. (laughs) it just it's so backwards it's all so weird Um, look there were times where I was staying very up to date on everything on the New South South Wales health website I thought should I shouldn't I go ahead with the shooting schedule but then my set designer was working on the masked singer yeah and she was like babe I've been working on the masked singer with 200 employees in one studio if the masked singer can go ahead yeah you can go ahead yeah so off I went with production and yeah it went really well Good. I'm shattered beyond yeah. repair yeah beyond repair yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's no coming back have you seen my tongue? What's wrong with your tongue? I have a cluster of 10 ulcers. Oh, sweetie. Rebs. Yeah. Your body responds to stress. Yes. Terribly. By having ulcers on your tongue. Yeah. Mine doesn't you, normally. Oh, you've caught it off me. How do you cope? Yeah, it's fucked. It's so painful. But it's actually, if you start taking vitamin B, it won't happen. Does vitamin B come in gummy form? Oh, here we go. If it doesn't come in gummy <laughs> well, form. Well, then you're fucked. Just have your ulcers. <laughs> I give you a solution. You throw it in my face. No, I ask you for a better version of the solution. I don't know if it comes in gummy form. That's your research to do on your own time. Well, if it's only tablet form, we know I'm not going to take it. Okay, well, enjoy your ulcers. Is there some sort of ointment? Ointment. You could probably get it in liquid, vitamin B. Okay. Like drop down the back of your tongue. It's so painful. It's fucked. Any mouth thing is painful. I get ulcers and I get cold sores. Yeah, you pour. That's thing. why I take vitamin B. And since I've taken this really strong vitamin B and I take it every day, I haven't had one cold sore or ulcer. Don't say it. Don't no, no, no. I really it. believe in it. I don't think it can be jinxed because I think it's this deficiency. And when you're stressed, you know, your body calls on its stores. Yeah. And if you have no stores in that department, then it'll have some kind of reaction well it really was problematic for me because of course i'm talking all day talking all day and now you're doing a podcast and now i'm doing a podcast like Shit. my tongue even slightly tapping the back of my teeth is inflicting pain on me you definitely don't have hand foot and mouth right i don't think so. i hadn't thought about that like your kids are fine i've had hand foot and mouth before and i've had sores at the back of my throat like a tonsillitis yeah mm. but all clusters on the very tip of my tongue oh sounds stressy we've got a girlfriend from school who (laughs) breaks out in neck flaking Mm. when she's stressed yeah that's a real specific one gls slide on into our dms i'm interested to know does your body do any very unique reactions to stress because revs definitely gets mouth ulcers when she's stressed i lose weight yeah i'm stressed that sucks (laughs) shut (laughs) up I can tell when I'm going through a stage of anxiety because it's like I'm not I lose my appetite okay I hear myself (laughs) I'm gonna stop talking no that's great for you um (laughs) but it all went well I saw you got that epic sunrise dude that sunrise honestly we had this shoot week scheduled in for months yeah you couldn't have dialed that up no and you just go cross our fingers hope we get some decent weather and we got the dream scenario amazing 
Me and my videographer, Tom. I mean, shout out to him waking up at 4 a.m. Oh, with me. Tom's the best. He is this, the best. Tom is someone we share as a work wife. We've known Tom for a million years and oh. we've used him on so many projects each. Yeah. He's the best. He is. But the funniest thing about Tom is he has what we call resting bitch voice. <laughs> he does. Where he says everything in a minor tone and there's always this negative cadence in his voice. It's not that he's unhappy. No, but he, because he has a very smiley face. So if you're with him IRL, you don't actually notice it. Because no. he's like, hey, but he's smiling. He's got this huge grin on his face. So you're like, hey, Tom. But if you speak to him on the phone, yeah. you think he's mad at you. <laughs> Every time you call Tom and he answers the phone. Hey, Jim. The first thing you always want to say is, what's wrong? Yes. Is everything okay? And he's like, it's just my voice. You know, like it's just. <laughs> bitch voice. I don't know what's worse, a resting bitch face or a rest... Probably resting bitch face. Definitely worse. Yeah. See, pre-Botox, I used to have resting concentration face. Yes, you did. (laughs) And it was just... Everyone just thought I was angry at them all the time. But I'm not anymore. Now I'm serene. (laughs) I have to say, your bobo has really stood the test of time. This last round has been fantastic. Well... It wasn't Botox. I know Botox is a brand. Yes. I got Disport. Which is the competitor to Botox. Cheaper. Lasts longer. More even. I mean, like, what's the problem? Sign me up, buttercup. And look, everyone keeps asking me, where do you go for Botox on the beaches? I'm sorry, I'm not telling you. Because I want the appointments. (laughs) And Jem needs her first appointment. I couldn't even get my fucking Listerine. Yes. Or my tequila last week in Manly. Completely started. I'm (laughs) over-influenced. So I'm not telling you where I get my Disport. You'll have to figure it out. All I'll say is it's in DY. No, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to say that. Why did you do that? You've given it away. The thing is, my Botox lady incentivizes. If you send people there, you get $50 off your next appointment. Uh, So I could pretty much have free Discord if I told everyone where it was, but then I'll never get in. Look, I'll be sure to tell them that you were my referral so that you get your 50 bucks credit. Okay, good, good. You know, I got my hair appointment. I've booked it in (gasps) with Maria. Oh my God, what? Not till the end of October. What? I'm going to have straight up half hair. Wait, is that because Maria's booked out? Well, yeah, because they announced when we they think we're going to be free. Wait, 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 wait. Do you book me in? No. Revs. It's every woman for themselves <laughs> right now. <laughs> you get out there and get your appointments. Fuck you. No, so no, no. What no, appointments no. have you ever booked for me? Hold the phone. Just tell me what you've done for me in this department. She's got a shame face on everyone. Going to Maria, however many weeks a year. Mm-hmm. Is our thing. Yeah, but the good mum books that. So where was the good mum? The good mum was already booked in because like every other ugly bitch out there was like, I need my hair done. She got her appointment and I was like, Maria, Maria, now they've announced freedom dates. Can I book in the earliest appointment? And it's not to the end of October. So my appointment's clearly going to be like January next year. Get on the fucking phone. Your hair looks great though, by the way. Yeah, box dye. Yeah, how about it? So I've booked in my laser. What? And I've booked in my hair. You've got to get on this stuff. You're going to be ugly at Christmas. Tell me you haven't booked in your bobo. No, because they're not taking bookings yet. Why? I don't know. When we'll you go together. In, thank you. And you'll give me your fifty dollar referral. Correct. <laughs> when you book in your bobo, yep. tack me on there. All right, we'll we'll actually go together. Yay! Okay. It's so weird. Like I DM'd them on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey guys, I hear some places are doing jabs because, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's all just a needle. You yeah. can go get your COVID jab slash your face jab. Are you guys? And she's like, "No, we're not. But I'll let you know as soon as we are." winky face emoji and I was like is this a special code what like is it code or are they really not doing it like I was trying I was reading it and I almost wrote back was that wink 
like wink wink <laughs> that was like they obviously can't have a paper trail because oh. I would be prepared to mask up and go in and get shot in the face. It's wearing off. I don't like it. It is not wearing off. It's- oh my God, Revs, that looks natural. <laughs> that looks like a good Botox job. <laughs> Could you not even slightly do that before? No. No, I think this is peak. No, this is not peak. No, this is peak. It's not smooth anymore. Nah. It's, it's time. It's time. Well, I'm proud of you for doing a huge work week and getting that done. And that's your last big shoot for the year, right? Yeah. Oh makes me gosh. feel so good. I will say it does take a village. Hubs has been amazing. Oh, good. Yeah. I Again, it's sort of shown me up as being like the less supportive of the duo. Well, I mean, we know this. I was working 10 hour days and he literally was like, babe, you focus on what you've got to do. I've got the kids. Amazing. And just took over. When he used to travel for work all the time pre-COVID, I like resented him. But there's a difference with one concentrated week yes. and constant travel. Yeah. It's the constantness that wears you down. I think it's interesting with life in COVID and lockdown and all work travel being cancelled and now people are working from home. Like I often think that that can go one of two ways in a relationship. Mm. I think you can either thrive Mm -hmm. as a duo working together or it can kind of be the straw that breaks the camel's back in some way. Totally. Given the choice, would you rather a partner who travels away for work all the time or a partner who never leaves home? That's you, by the way. You know that, right? (laughs) You're the partner who never leaves home. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Work um, from home. Oh, I, I think I'd prefer the never leaves home. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Well, because it's helpful. You can, <laughs> you can yeah, but divide I think it, and conquer. I think it depends on the person because I imagine some people would be married to a less helpful person. Because you know how you talked about... It depends about... if you like the person you're married to, I guess. But Rev, <laughs> you talked about before how sometimes it's easier yeah. when you're handling things on your own. Yes. And I will say that when Hubs used to travel a lot for work, I would start to find my rhythm and flow with the kids without him. Yeah. Yes, with all the resentment at yeah. the back of my head, but I just get on with it. Yeah. And then he would come back and fuck with the dynamic and I'd be like, eh. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of benefits to having a lot of time apart. First of all, you miss them. Yeah. And that's nice. And then you have stories. How was this? How was that? Like, that's nice in a relationship. When you work with someone or you're in the same space with someone all the time, it, like that's a bit of a romance killer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've worked with someone you were married to before. Yep. 10 years. And yep. that's a lot of time spent together yep. where there's a lot of blurring between business chat yep. slash life chat yep. slash managing kid chat. Wouldn't recommend it. But it would be hard to have someone who was traveling all the time. However... If I was traveling all the time, I'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. You get a bit of a time away from the family grind and then you get to come home refreshed. Although do you come home refreshed or are you just buggered when you get home? Travel for work, that novelty can wear thin. Of course, yeah. And Hubs always says to me, because I used to be like, look at you, you get to wine and dine clients and go and stay in fancy hotels. And he's like, babe, a hotel without someone to share it with is actually kind of lonely. Yeah. He's loved COVID. Yeah. The fact that he's got to be at home and when it's five o'clock, he clocks off and helps me with the kids so I think for us it suits us yeah so it'll be interesting when offices open up again and yeah. he's back traveling into the city how that will shift the dynamic again I really don't want hubs to travel again like I really don't miss that part of his job all right well speaking of a would you rather mm-hmm. let's do some more would you rather I, I love I love, I love would game. you rather it's okay. like a this or that game yeah yeah so would you rather have a kid who didn't sleep for five years or a kid who didn't eat for five years Ooh. 
probably a kid that didn't eat yeah. for five years. For sure. I mean, you had a kid that didn't sleep for five years. Yeah, and I'd take literally anything else over that. <laughs> you can handle hardship with more sleep under your belt. Yeah. So, yes, food stuff is a freaking struggle. Kids oh. who won't eat, so frustrating, so draining. But at least you got a good night's sleep under your belt to deal with it. <laughs> to handle it. Okay. Would you rather have a kid who never left your lap or a kid who bit everyone they came into contact with? Or I will say a clingy babe is frustrating. Yeah. And exhausting. There's a mum that I follow on Instagram who's moving house. Oh my God. And she's got three kids and her baby, who I think is around six months old, will not let her put him down. Oh my God. Like he just screams the house down. So she's trying to pack up a house in lockdown with a baby attached to her 24 seven. No, I think I'd rather have a biter. (laughs) I will say it does make for quite comedic content and uh, I've enjoyed her suffering. (laughs) I think I'd take the biter. Nah. No? No, I've got a friend who has a biter it stresses her out like yeah. nothing else. Yeah. I can see the anguish on her face at the end of daycare pickup where she's like, how did he go? You know, and then they're like, oh, he bit a kid. And it's just, <laughs> she just it's upsetting. Oh, he bit three kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But a, a real clingy kid. I didn't that- say baby either. I said kid. Ooh. Yeah. What if it's a four year old who just wants to just, just sits in your lap the whole birthday party? That's tough too. You still want to take that one over yeah, the biter? I, f- I feel like the kid on the lap situation on paper seems easier. Yeah. But actually, if I actually visualize myself, say, with Rafa, who's three and a half. Yeah. And then me constantly being Why like, don't you go and do this? <laughs> you can't have any conversation because they're right there in your lap. Oh. Biter. 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 <laughs> maybe? Yeah, maybe the biter. Because the biter's dealt with quickly. It's like, hey, Hamish. What have we said about biting? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whereas the lap is like an all day, like, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? How about we go and play with Should we go and look at, you know, like exhausting. 100 Exhausting. Yeah, you've convinced me. All I'll right. take the biter. I'll take the biter. Would you rather always have BO or always be able to smell BO on everyone else? <laughs> oh my God. To be honest, I've got supersonic smell yep. and I feel like that's my reality yep. as it is. But oh my God, imagine having BO. 24-7. Yeah, but if you, but it's not your experience? No, you can smell your own BO. Oh. Can't you? Uh, I can. Yeah, I don't really... I'm, I'm quite hygienic. <laughs> I get adrenaline BO, yes. so you can imagine how bad I've been smelling this whole week. <laughs> I'm a stinky, ulcery bitch. <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> Who will love me? I think I would rather smell it on everyone else. Same. Because it's just too much shame involved in having it yourself. <laughs> 100p and I think there's a human ability to adjust (laughs) I think it just becomes the new normal it's a resilience exercise for you (laughs) it's like people who have a limp they learn to live with it yeah I could learn to live with the smell of BO up my nozzy oh that is one thing when you're pregnant and you just it's a superpower you do not want I remember when I was early pregnant with Isla and I was in a bar because I didn't have any kids yet and there's a girl and she was wearing like a low side top and I could smell her from meters away and I was like I'm having flashbacks one time I went away in my first trimester pregnant with Rafa and uh, I couldn't empty the dishwasher and this one time I was trying to be helpful because you know when you're in a share house 
house on a holiday with people, you got to pull your weight. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's definitely my turn to empty the dishwasher. You can't just lean on the I'm pregnant story. <laughs> so I opened the dishwasher and you know when it's freshly clean and that steam hits you in the clean face. steam it wasn't though it i don't i can't explain it but it was like a, a mix of like detergent and old skanky food somewhere in the drain Ew. and i ran outside and puked in the cactus garden <laughs> so i didn't have to pack or unpack the dishwasher for the rest of the whole holiday amazing would you rather never fall pregnant or fall pregnant with triplets fall pregnant with triplets oh easy. yep I'll so easy for you i have you and triplets can you imagine Dude, not being able to fall pregnant sucks sweaty balls. Yeah. It's such a shit road. Yeah. One I don't wish upon anyone. But you wish triplets? Yep. <laughs> okay. I'll take triplets. All right, then. We'll have what about a- you? How about this? So wait, you'd rather... I think I'd rather never fall pregnant than have triplets. Rebs. To never fall pregnant and not have produce your own offspring? <laughs> What? No, I know, but triplets? That's denying the existence of Isla and Teddy. No, it's not. Yes, it's it is. It's denying the existence of these mythical triplets I'm never going to have. But what if your triplets were Isla, Teddy and Rafa? Well, right? that's nice. Yeah. Then I like, like those guys. Yeah. yeah, but it wouldn't be because Isla wouldn't be there because you wouldn't have one that was older and more mature to round up the other ones. You'd have three Raffas. Okay, let's go with Isla, <laughs> Teddy and Rafa, age 10 months. Oh, that is cute. Yeah. Okay, when you put it that way, I'll take the fucking triplets. Yeah, you will. Well, then, how about this one? Would you rather be pregnant for three years straight and have a pain-free birth? Yep. Or be pregnant for one month but have a drug-free birth? This is a tough one for me. I know, because you hate being pregnant. Loathed it. I'd Um, take the three-year pregnancy for sure. Oh, what? No. Three-year pregnancy and pain-free birth. (laughs) I would take one month of pregnancy and suffer for one day. You would not survive a drug-free birth. There's a lot in You'd this You'd be calling game. for Boon Chew. <laughs> Boon Chew. For anyone who hasn't listened to previous apps, that's Jem's Thai nanny growing up. I mean, I screamed like a banshee for eight hours straight. Uh, wasn't that your... My <laughs> back's breaking. You <laughs> like siren. You made a siren noise, right? When you were in labor. Yeah. Not like me. Old silent Sandy over here. Yeah. Internalize that screaming. Take all that pain and move it inside. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather give a blowjob every day? Nah. (laughs) You don't know what the alternative is. But that sounds awful. (laughs) I think a lot of women will agree with me. Hear me out. All right. Would you rather give a blowjob every night or only have sex once a year? have sex once a year you're high i can service myself no 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 there's no other sex oh, of any kind oh, of any kind suddenly the Sexless. rules come in no but that's the game you motherfucker <laughs> fuck off having sex is totally different to servicing yourself fine i've changed the, the question would yeah. you rather be have a sexless life except for one day a year or give a blowjob every night i would choose sexless life you would not 100p i would the thought of giving a blowjob every fucking day imagine how good you'd be at it it'd be efficient no you'd get it done quickly nah, i'd get locked jaw. <laughs> <laughs> my gag reflex is a sense of hello i just asked you about vitamin b gummy bears i can't swallow tablets you think i'd be okay <laughs> with giving a bj every fucking day i may as well start swallowing vitamin b tablets you fool i can't believe you're equating blowjob to vitamin b tablets <laughs> it's a stretch okay i really hope hubs doesn't listen this week he'll be like oh just hang up my blowjob dreams <laughs> you know what he can self-service too he can give himself a blowjob <laughs> 
He's amazing. What a talented man. Wow. He should have a blog. Okay, hear me out. I do think that the less sex you have, the less you crave it. And yes, the more yes, sex you have, yeah, the more you, the want more it. you crave it. Yeah, so have more. Yeah, right? but if given the choice, Revs, I do not want to be given... Imagine when you've done your 10th blowjob over 10 days and you're like, fuck, I've got another 355 days to go. Like... <laughs> Like, no. This is the problem. You're mentally fucking yourself. You have to go into it with a positive attitude. You know what? We need to do these this and that's on our Instagram stories because yes, I want to know what the DLs would do. What the DLs would do. Can I give you a few more? Yes, go okay. for it. Okay. Would you rather your kids had gastro every weekend Oof. or constantly had nits? Oof. <laughs> okay, what does life with constant nits look like? I mean, itching, you... scratching, going crazy, losing your mind, not being able to conquer a problem. But hell, then, hell on earth. As I, <laughs> as I mentioned before, humans have an ability to adapt. <laughs> like, <laughs> after a while, you're just like, yeah, these guys live in my head. <laughs> what of it? <laughs> exactly. But vomiting, shitting. Like, no, I think I'd take the gastro. I'd be like, oh, it's Friday night, gastro night, get the buckets. Yeah, I feel like there's prep you can do. Like if you know it, if you know it's coming every weekend, yes. Thursday, yeah. you're like, oh, we're coming up to Saturday. Yeah, got to get those buckets ready. Get the buckets, get, get the, the sheets out. <laughs> Put the tarp down. Open the windows. And then you get respite. Yes, for five then you days. get five or six days of chill. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like work life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you work Monday to Friday yeah. and you get your two day Hey, break. do you guys want to go do drinks on Friday night? Sorry, it's gastro Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> can't make it next okay. would you rather be gassy on a first date or your wedding night oh wedding night <laughs> talk it up oh definitely wedding night because you've already got them they're trapped <laughs> and you know what hubs and i are pretty pretty openly gassy oh, in you, front of each other. you're a proud farter uh wouldn't say proud <laughs> definitely shut hubs down when he does it oh but like you know i'll tolerate it oh and what about you do you fart in front of him not purposefully. Like I don't let one rip. Sometimes I'll you don't, you, don't into, you don't run into his office and be like, bye. <laughs> Do you remember cupcakes? What? No. It's this part of the body. <laughs> so when Hubs and I were like 13, 14, we weren't dating. Just an FYI. Just dry humping. <laughs> <laughs> you were. I love that you try and rewrite this part of history, but anyway. But when we were in that annoying pre-teenies sort of stage, he used to fart into his hand and then muzzle me. Oh, that's so disgusting. It was like an act of like, I like you. Yeah, right. It's like a weird teenage boy. He's like, I really like this girl. I better put my fart in her nose. I better cupcake her. Oh, great. He just wanted to touch you. He but he did. couldn't be like, I just want to have to stroke your face. No, I have to throw a fart in there. Oh, that's amazing. But you have heard of a Dutch oven, right? Of course, yes. Yeah. I've had boyfriends at uni. Hang on, you didn't answer. <laughs> this so what would you prefer gassy on your first date or gassy on your wedding night i think first date what because yes it would be distracting but you could sort of hide it a little bit well i'm not going home with anyone on a first date i don't think there'll be a second date the funny thing about this whole conversation (laughs) is this is your future reality fuck off (laughs) okay would you rather lose all your friends but keep your bestie or lose your bestie but keep all your other friends Ooh. Pick one. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make you answer this one first. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because I've been forced to answer <laughs> all of them first. 
I'd keep my bestie. Really? I would. I would. I'm a deep quality over quantity. I do love meeting new people. I love making friends. I love being social. But there's nothing like a deep connection with someone. But you have that with so many other friends. But not like what I have with you. Sure, but you could train them up. (laughs) (laughs) You keep trying to find a workaround for all of these. Would you rather? That's not how the game works. It's two shit options. Pick one. (laughs) No, I'm a loophole finder. I'll find it. (laughs) Train them up. Hmm, I'm going to train up 20 (laughs) friends to be my best friends. Yes, yes, that's how that works. (laughs) Next. Okay. Would you rather walk in on your parents having sex or them walk in on you having sex? Oh... Pros and cons. Okay. I would rather walk in on them. The shame. Yeah, but... Pers- Imagine if you're like doing doggy off the side of a bed and this, your mum walks in. This is what I was going to unpack. Depends on the position. Yes. If it was missionary under a blanket... Yeah, you come could on in. Yeah. Well, so let's have a chat. What's for dinner? Not quite that, but you could be like, we were just hugging. <laughs> just having a snuggle. You could do a bit of soaking. What? Where the penis stays in the vag and you soak. You can still have a conversation. What's soaking? <laughs> We talked about soaking on the potty. We have never talked about soaking. I've never even heard the term. Yeah, it's like what that really religious Mormon sect does where they have no sex before marriage. But young Zoomers have worked out that you can do soaking, which is where the penis... We've not talked about this. No. Who have I had this conversation? The penis goes in the vagina and what just sits there. Yes. How does it stay hard? It doesn't count. Well, I don't know, I guess because they're that horny. Yeah, Yeah. you know, teenagers. They think about sex and then boing. Insert the penis in the vag. And because they're not thrusting, it's a loophole. These fuckers are good at finding loopholes too. It doesn't count as sex. Soaking. So they soak and just lie there. Ew. (laughs) Such a gross word for it. Yeah, soaking. It's like marinating. (laughs) Yeah. How is that good for anyone? I don't know. Just get blue balls, wouldn't you? You really would. Anyway, answer the question. What was the question? (laughs) Would you rather walk in on your parents? Okay, let's pick one position for both. Okay. Okay, Doggy for both. Doggy for both. walking on me I don't know. I could not live with that visual I don't know I don't know what to go with this one's really fucking with me because both is awful like it's awful for them oh my god can we just omit this one no pick one walk in on them <laughs> and then buy myself a men in black wand where I like, like again with the loopholes that's not how the game works DLs we're going to whack this up on our Insta stories. You can't slide into our DMs with your loopholes. No, you no have- loophole. Also, no one else is allowed a loophole. <laughs> Just me. Oh, so fun. I love that. It's a good game. It's a good game. I mean, love me a game. And if you've got a favorite, would you rather? Give us that too. Yeah, slide in with those. Yeah. I heard one the other day, which is outrageous. Do you want to hear it? Yes. It's not like an easy one. It's an insane one. <laughs> DL's refs has doubled over, dying. Can't get her words out. <laughs> We'll just wait for you to be ready. <laughs> Would you rather have to fight a chicken to the death? Fight a chicken to the death is what she said. Every time you got in the car. Fight a chicken to the death every time you got into a car. Or. <laughs> or. Fight a chimpanzee once a year, but you're going to use a sword. Translation. <laughs> I feel like I need to translate you. <laughs> Rev said, would you rather fight a chicken to the death every time you had to get in the car or fight a chimpanzee to the death once a year, but you get a sword? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. 
I'd take the chimpanzee. I'd take the chicken. <laughs> you take the chicken? Every time you get in the car, take your drop off, find a chicken. Take your pick up, find a chicken. Oh, I've got to run to the shops, find a chicken. Really? Once again. The daily grind on that nah. is ridiculous. Don't give me a loophole. But you can't give a blowjob every day. You can fucking find a chicken to the death every time you get in the car, but you can't give a blowjob. What is wrong with you? Your priorities are fucked. Dude, chimpanzees. They're lethal. They rip people's faces off. Just by the way the question is framed, you obviously win. Hang on. (laughs) You didn't clarify that. If you obviously win, then obviously I'm going to go with the chimp. If you didn't know if you were going to win, I reckon I could handle a chicken. Imagine you open the car. It's like, where is it? Where is it? It just goes, like underneath the seat. Anyway, what don't you have time for? I don't think we have any more time. To <laughs> I do don't a... think we do. I think we've done it. I think we need to get onto our hashtag not spawny. Oh shit! Yeah. Hit me with your not spawn. Why don't you hit, hit me, me with, with your not spawn? Do you know what? My not spawn is going to be burly wagons. Oh well, yeah, that makes sense. We're coming into summer in Australia. The thing about this wagon is it really is so well made, so well designed. Not only is it stupidly lightweight, but it's also very robust, easy to drag through soft sand. It also, bonus for anyone who's a booze hound, Revs, you would love this. That's me. Inbuilt ice bucket. Into it. For your booze. Into it. Then there's a ton of accessories, little picnic tables, umbrellas, little hook slots for your surfboards. What are the ages? Like, could my kids go in a burly wagon? Hungy P. Really? Yep. Because they're quite big now. They're kids now. I feel like they would fit. I feel like it would really work with my lifestyle here. I'm only one street from the beach. We could keep it downstairs. <laughs> All right, humble brag. <laughs> I'm only hey. one street from the beach. Yeah, look around. It's a postage stamp. Don't shit on your postage stamp. I, I love my postage stamp. I love your postage stamp. The reason it's a postage stamp is because we're one street from the beach. Burley wagon would change your life. Would you rather live in a postage stamp but be one street from the beach or live in a mansion? In the middle of ass fuck nowhere. Yeah postage stamp one street away from the beach we had rafa in our apartment yeah which was 50 meters from the beach yeah it's amazing lifestyle so definitely check out burley wagon it's a mum run business she's absolutely amazing they've got a broader range of colors now i got the standard gray and green but this was before she expanded on her colors definitely a worthwhile investment and you can thank me later oh i like the sound of the lavender one yeah it's pretty oh 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 and another thing i have to add is you can get a personalized number plate cute on your burley wagon so i got freshy because I'm a basic bitch like that. Yes. But I felt like locals would appreciate it. They'd be like, yeah, freshy. Does it go on the sand? Yes, I said that. Sorry, like, but it doesn't look like it would hack the sand, but it, it does. does. Yeah, wow, that's because cool. Because it's so lightweight, you could almost lift it. Oh, look, that's got a kid pulling another kid. That's what I need. Yep. I need oh. Isla to pull Teddy. Done. And I'm like scrolling my phone in the background. Perfect <laughs> Christmas present. And one of those big gifts. Cute. Yeah, lavender's nice. They're not ugly. See, you judged it. I like I sunshine yellow. Oh, the yellow is really, really nice. That would be my favorite. I really like the drink holders. Yep, cup holders. Mm. The umbrella's sick. The umbrella is the one accessory <clears throat> I don't have that I wish I got. Yeah. We got the surfboard rack. Yeah, all right. Uh, that makes sense for you. Yeah, but I, do I get nothing from it. <laughs> Are you just buying time because you haven't thought of a not spawn? Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a wine. Oh, <laughs> you tried hard. Well done. Thanks for getting it up for me. It's all right. 
the DLs love a wine. They do. Um, guys, I've got a wine that slaps and Jimmy Brings brings it. So if you know, you know. Don't you remember the other day when we were together and the Jimmy Brings van drove by and Revs goes, oh, there's my guy. But by the time I looked up, the van was gone and behind the van was this really unattractive middle-aged man just standing there on the road and I was like I don't get the joke (laughs) and she's like Jimmy and I was like oh do you know him (laughs) and Rebs was like no Jimmy brings and I still didn't cotton on I was like Jimmy brings what you're like booze for those who don't know Jimmy brings is a booze delivery service that I frequent anyway this is how I discovered this South Australian Riesling. It's very delicious. It's light. If you like a Riesling, this is a very, very good one. And as I said, Jimmy brings it. It's a really reasonable price. It's called Fortune's Fool. Ooh, I like the name. Yes, very Shakespearean reference. Mm-hmm. Fortune's Fool, South Australian Riesling. It's like, how much is it? Oh, I don't know. It's around 20 bucks. <laughs> it's very, very nice. And then it's like a $120 No, bottle. it's not fancy. It's like a fine price. It'll be between like 17 and 20 bucks. It's delicious. Enjoy. Enjoy, basic bitches. Enjoy. On that note, shall we cue the outro? We have a thousand. That's the intro, bitch. (laughs) Sozzles. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast.